You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with R&R in the morning. Wimpy for three, butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with R&R in the morning. Part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Every day at 7 o'clock we do it. We call it Talking Silver and Black. Make sure you are following on that podcast, downloading it wherever you download, liking, listening, and uh, subscribing and all the good stuff. Uh, today, we sit on the, you know, we're getting ready for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves coming into town. It's going to be a national TV game. When, tomorrow night? Yeah. Really? National TV on the on the ESPNs. Another Anthony opposite. Edwards versus Wimby? I think, well, is it Anthony Edwards versus Wimby or is it Wimby versus Gobert? The two French towers. Uh, he was kicking Gobert's ass when he was fourteen. I have the video. <laughs> <laughs> I got the clip. I can show you. Uh, get out of here. But no, you know what? And all kidding aside, even though nobody really likes Rudy Gobert, like you know, he started COVID. Um, it's all his fault. It's all his fault. Uh, he's still a really good defensive player, and uh, and he's going to take it personal. I hope Wimby has the proper intensity and. Fortitude, because Gobert is going to come out and try to show the kid, like, hey, I love you. Can't wait to play with you in the Olympics. But tonight I'm about to kick your ass. So he's going to have to bring that level of intensity tomorrow night. Because Rudy, we all he knows we got that video. He's going to be looking to make up for it. Now, I don't know if Rudy's going to chase him around the perimeter, but we'll see. Well, it's been over a month since the Spurs have won. Damn. Yeah, their last win was November 2nd. Uh, they were 0-2 last week. Uh, lost to the Hawks and the Pelicans, which turns out the Pelicans were getting a little warm. And uh, Hawks game was close. Up. They almost got off the schneid against the Hawks. The problem is they get these leads and they can't sustain them. You know, it's tough when you try to look at, at the roster that is assembled and try to figure out what would have happened, what should have, could have been if you'd have just chosen another thing. Because it, it's a nebulous idea. So much about being successful in the league is being at the right place with the right team and the right, right coach yeah, at the right time. But I'll tell you, last night, watching... Tyrese Halliburton and the Pacers go off and thinking, yeah, well, that was a guy that not only is it that the, that the Spurs passed on, but it is legitimately the position that they so desperately need. And I know when he came out, we had point guards on a roster. We had a guy named DeJounte. Well, the Kings, well, who, now let me ask you this, Rob, who's, who deserves more criticism, the Spurs for not drafting him or the Kings for drafting him and trading him? Now, the Kings did get Sabonis, and it did, you know, turn them into a – They had De- De'Aaron Fox. Play. They had yeah. – that was a good move. That I'm not – I'm not. A, well, look at De- – I'd, I'd take De'Aaron Fox right now. I'd take either one of those guys. <laughs> now, they didn't have as- access to that. Spurs took Devin Vassell at 11. Well, one pick before Halliburton. And Halliburton very quickly follows. Now, and then if we really want to nitpick, we can go to 15 and look at Cole Anthony. Now, we have to go back to the – well, I mean, he's a starting NBA point guard. And we think about where the Spurs are and why we are here. 
it I don't think we lay it squarely on the lap of the lack of point guard production, but it has certainly played a huge role in our inability to win a game in a month. And Tyrese Maxey was in that draft as well. He wasn't drafted till 21. So we passed on Tyrese Maxey and Halliburton. Well, I'm gonna give a lot of people passed yeah, on Maxey. That, that Maxey, we didn't know he had the lateral quickness that he turned out to have. Um, I will give my son full credit, Jack Thompson. Um, he, he's been on Halliburton since the guy was a freshman at Iowa State. Mm. And what we've seen him grow into is something that is so necessary to win in this modern NBA. I mean, what he does, this lead guard mentality that can lead you in points and assists, matters now. And no matter how good Sohan will be, he'll never be that guy. Sohan or, or Vassell? I'm just talking about point Anybody. guards right now. And, I, well, and I, that's why I can't judge. I, I love Devin Vassell. I'm, I'm oh, me perfectly too. happy having Devin Vassell on this team. But when I look at the deficit, I can't help but look at what he would have meant to this team, but I do have to look at it through the prism of we did have guys on the roster. Derek White and DeJounte were still floating around. But let me ask you this, and I and I and I go all the way back to Manu with this one, uh, Rob. Like if in the, in the Spurs system, it's just tough to be what Halliburton is because I really feel like let's say Manu had decided to go to the Denver Nuggets right when he became a free agent, he probably would have averaged twenty five to thirty points. It's just like so, what I'm getting at is maybe we're not seeing that from Vassell because that's just not Spurs. That's just not the way they do things Agreed. under Pop. Like they don't, they're never gonna have a guy that takes like Halliburton. Like you got, you know, your Halliburtons, your Kyries, your Luka Doncic. There's a bunch of players that are those lead guards that take six, seven dribbles in a possession. James Harden. I could go on and on. Like the Spurs, even when Kawhi was here and he was leading them to NBA Finals and winning Finals MVPs. It wasn't six, seven dribbles at the top of the key, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, step back three. Like, I think Vassell is capable of that. I think we could see him doing the things Halliburton does if he was in, if he was in a different system. Like, the Spurs just don't play. Like, Halliburton, like, if you watch Halliburton, which I do quite a bit, it's a whole lot of dribbling. And a whole lot of step back threes and three, four pick and rolls. It's like that's, that's, that's the modern just, NBA. Though. Yeah, no, no, it is the modern NBA. It's just the Spurs don't play that way. So I'm just saying, considering we're marrying him and Vassell together, Vassell doesn't have the opportunity to do what Halliburton oh, does. And a different position entirely. I can't even judge the two against each other. But I mean, he could play that. Uh, Devin is not going to ever be a lead guard like Halliburton. I mean, they're different positions. They just are. It's it's just when I look at where the Spurs are, I like where Devin is playing. He's not a lead. He's going to be. He should lead the team in scoring, but he doesn't have the opportunities because they have a point guard to get him the ball. But this is the thing, though. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Some of these guys don't come in as PGs. They come in as guys that just handle the ball and play pick and roll basketball and shoot a bunch of threes. That's the modern point. No, guard. that's what I'm saying. I think Devin could do that if he wanted to. He could do that. I've seen him. He can handle the ball. He not gets like to the that. bucket. He's just not a point guard. Not a lead guard. If I, why wouldn't it's he be a, doing the so hand job? Point, it's not about being a point guard. It's, it's just about guard. being a handle. It's a lead guard. Uh, he can do that. About. I don't think so, man. I, I he think can, I, he, he can do it as well as Sohan. I'll give you that. No, he can do it. He's just not allowed. It's a, it's a different mentality that the Spurs don't have. And That's you talk about it's what you judged against. It's a system thing. And Tony Parker, as a career guy, was a 15 and a half point, three assists, or six assists, uh, three steal kind of dude. And that's really all that Pop has ever wanted. He doesn't want a ball dominant point guard. He never has wanted that. 
He doesn't want to dribble around fadeaway guy, but that's the modern league. And no matter what guy comes in, Halliburton wouldn't be doing this here. That's what I'm saying. But what that's he would be doing that's is leading the team. And that's, the Spurs are, we don't have it. We, we've talked about it ad nauseum. That's my point. The that's, back, the backup. What I'm saying is when we're comparing them, because we're comparing Vassell and Halliburton, it's just like, it's just two different systems. Yes. And different positions. I mean, entirely different positions. How many times has Devin, like you just said, Devin dribbled more than three times in a, in a, in a possession? If he has, he get to. everybody's screaming at him right. to give it up. Right. Yeah. He don't get to, but, he don't get those opportunities. So it, when we look at what he is, I, I look at what the, the Spurs have worked themselves to. When they drafted him, they had point guards, but have since gotten rid of all of them. So I can't really judge this team if Hall, if Halliburton would have been here because they would have never gotten him. They had point guards at that time. We had two of them. What two? Who were we talking about? Derek White. Oh, but that was a part of the plan to get Wimby. And DeJounte. That was a part of the plan to get Wimby. It was in the hopes. We were years away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, I mean, again, but you got to shoot the score. And they'd gotten rid of everything, so I look at the hole in the roster and I go, but for a point guard, there's five wins that we have just given away. Maybe six because of the inability to control your offense. Just none. So you wonder how you got here, and you watch a guy like Holliburton who went the year after. The comparisons are great. I'd love to have him, but we don't know how this would have worked out. Because I tell you, they draft Wimby. We don't. We, they draft Halliburton. We don't have Wimby. I don't get that. Well, why? What did we win too on? many games? No, nah, he. I mean, he's good. He's all NBA in two years. No, he's really good. He, but I don't know if he would have led them to a point where they wouldn't have been in the lottery. He's all Not NBA yet. in two years. He wouldn't have initially, but we wouldn't is, have had enough ping pong balls to be in that position. Yeah, he's a surrounded by a little bit better talent in Indiana right now. Right now. He's the best. He would be better than any Spur right now. Facts. Without a doubt. But I'm just saying I don't think they win 50 games. No, but they, they lose ping pong balls is what I'm saying. They wouldn't. They, they might not have been dead last. They might have been sixth to last. You know what I mean? That he'd have been the difference would have well, been say fourth, the number of ping pong balls to last. Yeah, for sure they have would more have balls. Been so different that right. Wimby would have never arrived because he is in fact that good. But again, you got to have the coach that allows him to get off, and that, that would never know. happen with a point guard and pop. Mm. How many point guards has he killed? He didn't, he didn't kill Tony. Tony's a Hall of Famer. That's Famer. it. That's He's the one. That's the one. That's that the only one worthy. Well, I mean, he, how many did he go through before he got Tony? He went through Avery. He went through Speedy. He went. Th- I mean, and how all, many he dudes? Got, he got all them rings, though. All the guys you oh, named. Oh, I'm not mad at him. But what I'm saying is, until Pop found the dude that would average 15 and a half, three and six, and really not get in the way, but just be a guy who scores in the paint. That's all Pop ever wanted from a point guard. Score in the paint and dish the ball. Yeah, Tony's probably the only one he let off the leash because that's he was the best player on the team. So I understood that. I don't think Avery... Or Speedy or any of the uh, Derek right. White. I don't think they were ever the best player on the team, so there was no need to let them off the leash. Did you Tony say Tony just, was the best player on the team when he went? There was a there was a period from I want to say, gosh, when they were. I think you're thinking about oh eight oh. Uh, I mean, he that? did win a Finals MVP. I'm, I'm, if, if you're a Finals MVP and nobody can stop you from getting in the paint, he was leading the league in points in the paint for like the, five years. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you do what you want to do. Like he earned that. <laughs> that's all he. That's all Pop ever wanted right. from a point guard. Lead the league in points in the paint. Once you get in the paint, score, and the teardrop was born, baby. Right. Or drop it, 
to 21 or 5 whatever the case is, just do those two things and you will be in the Hall of Fame. And he did it. I don't think that's Jay would or any Halliburton or any of those guys would settle to limit themselves in that. It's just not in them. You know, and then we, we're saying this, but the thing about it is they've never had a guy that we could talk about where we say, well, was Pop going to let him off the leash? They never had that type of guard. <laughs> they had him in Steven Jackson, and he hated it. Yeah. <laughs> he hated every minute here. Yeah. He got better. And DeMar, same guy, hated every minute, but got better. DeMar learned a lot under Pop. He did. He got better. I mean, he was getting older at the same time, so he couldn't adequately use the physical skills to impart the knowledge. But my goodness, when he got to Chicago that first year, you could tell he was different. Just looked like a different guy. Now, those those rankings kind of lived up to it, right? What rankings? Remember when Demar was left off the hundred and fifty or with the top hundred players? Or oh, he was like ninety or whatever it yeah. might have been, which was so horribly wrong because he was lost here, having to subjugate his game and mm-hmm. get better. The game tomorrow night, it doesn't matter in the long term, but at some point, you've got to get a win. At some point, after all these practices, don't you just need a little bit of chocolate? Don't you need just a little bit of a treat after a month of effort? I would hope so, Rob. I would hope so. Again, I don't. it's not going to happen against Minnesota. Minnesota is possibly the best team in the Western Conference, so tomorrow may be another 20-something point beatdown. Maybe you get one against Chicago. You play Chicago, I want to say Friday night. So maybe that the win comes against Chicago. I know Zach Levine's been hurt. I know DeMar wants out of Chicago now, even though they just re-signed him. So maybe you get that on Friday, but it's not happening tomorrow. At some point, you're going to fall backwards into a win. But until then, we're chasing drafts, right? So right now, as the Spurs continue, they have their own, which could be a lot of ping-pong balls on itself. They have Charlotte's via New York uh, to Atlanta, and they have Toronto. So they have Charlotte's could be between 15 and 30, and they have Toronto's that could fall between uh, 7 and 30, depending on how Wow. Now, if the Spurs can get the third overall with themselves and then like a top 10 from Toronto – and then a middle of the round from Charlotte. So I think we need to start acting like we did last year. See? We're going to have to, man. We haven't won in a month. Did we say that last year? I don't think uh, we even had to say oh, that last no. year. Hell no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So this is, we need to start acting like the only thing that matters is what's going on internationally or in the high school gym or probably more importantly, what's going on in the AAU gyms. That's the only thing that matters to us right now. It's been a month. Damn. So, looking at the draft, you know who Justin Edward is? I don't. Isaiah Collier? Ron Holland? Yet another Dallas kid could make it up to Detroit? I mean, we need to start getting these names. Alex oh. Saar? Stephen Castle? Matas Buzelis? That's I thought that's who everybody was talking He's about was going to be the number one pick last year. Last year they were talking about him. So I another like seven footer, Klingon, the big uh, UConn kid that won the ring, no. Jacoby Walter. What about the big Purdue kid or Iowa kid? Nigi, not not. What's the big kid out of Iowa? Seven footer. No, Zach uh, no. Edie. Yeah, Edie, Edie is yeah. Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, him. What about him? There's a reason nope. why he didn't come out last year. Oh, okay. Just too big, too slow. There's two guys that India. I. There's, oh, there's, that's who there, I want. There's three guys. I want Wagner. There's DJ Wagner. That's who I want. There is the kid that's at Baylor right now. If we're talking point guards that came out of Dallas, um, uh, it's, they haven't protracted to, to Detroit. 
um, Jacoby Walter to Chicago. Jacoby Walter. Those are the two guys. If you're looking for point guards, I want and Isaiah Collier, who is probably going to be number two or three on the list. Yeah, give me Wagner or Collier, one of them two. Give me a point guard that can play pick and roll with Wimby and just throw the ball somewhere near the rim. Zach Collins like, I'm sorry, man. I got to get used to throwing the ball at the rim. Damn, how hard is it? They have Zach Eady going at 28. Good Lord. It's, you know. Yeah, it's old school. Well, college basketball is so far different from all that. We do silver and black every day. Make sure you catch it all day long on the socials. And to ensure that, make sure you're subscribing and liking on a daily basis. As someone sold us earlier, put your thumb on it. Wow. Did you, uh, Jesus. Did you watch any of the playoffs last? Play, excuse me, in season tournament last night. I watched the whole thing. Me too. I watched every bit of it. Um, and by the atmosphere in Indian and the Pacers really wanted to win that thing again. Keep in mind they got ten players that make three million or less. So the money for them, <laughs> you can tell. Did you see the environment? Oh well, Indiana. That's a basketball state, baby. They loved it. It was rocking in there. It was rocking. In Sacramento as well, just the Pelicans went in there and had different they players. They put them to sleep. Yeah, that last did. 10 minutes was a, a, a team that looked like, hey, we get a couple days off if we lose this, you know. Right. We, we, <laughs> the playoffs, we're, we're looking more at the playoffs. Yeah, they were the uh, third seed last year. It's not as important for them, I guess, once you kind of. But see, I say, you say that, Rob, but they were down 24 to Golden State when they were trying to get into the playoff. They're trying to get into Vegas, and they came. They, you know, they came rolling back. So I, I don't think they. I expect, think the Pelicans just got them. They didn't expect Zion to do the periodic greatness that Zion's capable of. Now there was a lot of badness that Zion That's brought Brandon last Ingram's night. Team. But last night Zion had a couple of key buckets late in the third, and there was no stopping him. And Brandon Ingram was great all night long. Yeah, I mean he played well. CJ McCollum's the truth. That again, Zion right now is the third best player on that team, and that's unfortunate. They were dogging him all night long on the yeah. Shaq and Kenny said he, uh, Shaq and what uh, Charles said he's still not in NBA shape, and I agree. Neither is Joker. So what that's did Charles say? Zion is looks like if him and Barkley and Shaq had a baby. So they who, both who wish they were that athletic? Who, who, Although Barkley was. Well, I see this, but it's it's. I guess when you've experienced it, it's like when you have the guy that's been to jail come talk to the guys because like those are two guys that were never in shape. Mm-mm. Like, Barkley and Shaq were in shape when they felt like it, when they were motivated. But for the most part, neither one of them was in basketball shape either. So I guess you could speak to it when you were that person as well. But those guys played every game, never missed, yeah, and won consistently. Now, Barkley never got a ring, but he was always in the playoffs. Yeah, he made it to a finals. As so well. they have every right to talk about Zion taking this time, choosing his moments, not getting back. Dude, you put him in New Orleans. It's just what else never is there to happen. do? What is there to do in New Orleans, buddy? It's just never going to happen, man. I think it's we have to resolve is, ourselves. Right? So this is what it is. You're going to end up trading him for a couple of you know nondescript draft picks, and he is going to start slowly eating himself out of the league, and we'll be gone in five years. It's unfortunate. Yeah. That, I mean, but that's what it's going to be, and he doesn't care. <laughs> it, it, it's difficult to watch. No, I mean, when I get you know. Again, I, I don't know who I would, I'm a, and I'm not going to sit here, you know, and live, make fun of people. I don't know who I would be if you gave me $300 million. I got 90 from Jordan, and the Pelicans, even though I hadn't played and I'm fat, gave me 250 So now I'm sitting on 340 and you want me to get up and work? But, but see, he can <laughs> justify not, it because he can give you five no. to six minutes of greatness. Like, no, with other night, he just, he was, he, would, he had 33 Went eleven for eleven just the other night, so there's there's those moments in there like he you know if he's Larry Johnson, 
But Larry Johnson was in great shape. Larry Johnson was carved out of granite. And just couldn't stay healthy. Just couldn't stay healthy, right. But I got three I got three hundred million. I don't know if I want to go I don't know if I want to go do sprints at five AM. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they should I'm just being that. real. You you you've, you figure that out in the draft process. You just you look that's their due diligence. They thought they could fix him, just like yeah. every good woman out there thinks they can fix that man. Yeah, I, and I uh, appreciate the Tom Brady's and the Kobe's. But if I wake up at five and I hear the your balance is one hundred seventy nine million two hundred sixty six thousand, I might go back to sleep, Rob. But I'm the, just being honest but with the myself. The thing is, he got to sleepwalk <laughs> before he got that deal. He did. You know what I mean? He, he did. He got. He woke that up and is, he was on a rookie deal and still stayed asleep. What is the Rudy J motto? The Pelicans fell into. We have to. You didn't have to give Zion Williamson. $250 million. You did it. And they did. And now they and now you 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 stuck with what you stuck with. Well, we have to. Why? Why? For him to be fat? For him to be hurt? Why? What why? And what kills are you, you? Are you are you are you are your season tickets sold out? Is Zion even in the top ten in jersey sales? On the triple X's, yes. Have to. We have to. All right. Well, you. That's Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum's team. We're, Zion is gravy. When he gets, when he, you know, when he gives them thirty-three, he gives them thirty-three. It's the it's rat poison, man. The last, the worst case is those great games where you go, oh, if only, right? And you're never going to get it. Talk silver and black every day. Make sure you are subscribing, listening, and telling a friend because this is restaurant quality radio. It's silver and black at seven, and uh, make sure you're following us every day at seven o'clock.